Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome back to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I are playing the Delta Green role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is Extremophilia. It was written by Shane Ivy, and uh, it is part of a collection called A Night at the Opera. Our handler is Lex Hurley, and this is episode two. Our recap will be given by Joseph Clay as his character, Agent Bagman. So, without any further delay, let's continue our journey into the darkness. Joe? Incoming transmission with a slide-level encryption. All agents have arrived at the opera on schedule and found their seats. The performance was initially delayed due to the conductor solving issues with the band. The performance began with notification of a death of a, of a local sheriff's deputy, Fred Jacobs, under questionable circumstances. Agent Gatson explained that the deputy passed away due to heavy metal poisoning. However, the amount of the deadly material in the system does not match the timeline given by the coroner and the other local authorities. Agents Throttle, Bagman, Joy, Highline, and Kios were given the directive to investigate the death and the surrounding area and to confirm if this is just simply an environmental accident or something that calls for the program's attention. The audience began the uh, the first act in a town called Helena with no concessions being offered, so we made our own accommodations. Wanting to get ahead of any potential champering, we made our way to the sheriff's office to question local law enforcement. We spoke with three members of the sheriff's department, including Sheriff Potter, and while he was helpful, he did not seem open to the fact that the FBI and the EPA were sniffing around his town. Sergeant Hayes, a friend and coworker of Jacobs, painted Jacobs as a good worker with a child on the way with his wife. According to him, Jacobs was doing a simple wellness check that seemed to have a peaceful outcome. Hayes and I realized anything could be off until Jacobs arrived back at the station covered in a st stinky substance. Jacobs would be acting off his, after, oh, Jacobs would be acting off after this encounter. And it was only days after that he would die of heavy metal in the system. We reviewed the dash cam footage to find Jacobs doing a wellness check by the book. The suspect seemed out of it as he walked down the road mumbling to himself. The encounter did not go bad until Jacobs radioed in for an ambulance, which seemed to agitate the unknown subject, who then projectile vomited onto Jacobs. Jacobs, at first glance, had a normal reaction to what had happened to him. But not long after that, it seemed that the unknown subject had control over Jacobs, who then radioed in a code four. The evidence that we have seen so far would have raised alarms at any other law enforcement agency, but it seems like the sheriff and the rest of his department are almost surprised to see some of the things they, they claim to have already seen. The preceding, the, the, the preceding facts so far are not enough to rule out a normal explanation, but the audience plans to continue to probe to see what exactly the cause of the unusual happenings in this town are. Could it be that is, there is money in play? And if so, from who? Uh, the radical groups in the area seem to have better lawyers than they should. Could this be a case of a woman scorned? By, but why does it, why would she do it in a way so overt? There are a lot of threads to follow and we need to stay vigilant. All right, thank you, Joe. When last we left off, uh, you agents had gathered for a late night dinner at the Waffle House in Helena, Montana. You eat, converse in hushed voices and drive back to your La Quinta Inn full of refined flowers and 
uh, high fructose corn syrup and various types of oils. Uh, you all find your individual rooms laid out in beds and start doing the nightly American ritual of scrolling your phones and laptops until your eyes grow heavy enough to fall asleep. Are there, while you are doing this, is there anything that you all wanted to take care of? Uh, business, emails, things of that sort. So at this time, Agent Joy would like to make a call back to the company to pull up some information on the Sons of Freedom, you know, known case files, um, history, that kind of thing, because it seems like an organization of interest. Okay. Uh, we'll cover that one first then. What you find, uh, there is not a whole lot on the Sons of Freedom. They are on the FBI's NDAA, Domestic Terrorism Strategic Report, as a known group of interest, but they are not currently subject to any official investigation. It seems that they are mostly on the list due to um, escalating uh, hate crimes and calls for increased violence. Uh, though they have not uh, presented themselves as as much of a threat as other groups, such as the Proud Boys and things of that nature. Do we have insight on uh, known leadership, um, that kind of thing? Since they are not under active investigation, no, not necessarily. They There are some notes that they are localized around Helena, Montana and the surrounding areas. Okay, thank you. I'm I'm going to do some research into what why would there be a concentration of these three particular heavy metals, what cadmium, zinc, and arsenic? Is there something that contains those normal battery acid or what what sort of thing would it be? Sure. In um Various levels, essentially, I am imagining you are searching up each of these uh, heavy metals in turn and just seeing heightened concentrations of them. You'll find uh, some things that are in double and triple A batteries, some that are uh, in the inner components of car batteries. Cell phone parts also have uh, various concentrations of heavy metals inside. Excuse me. Um, addition to various geological deposits there tend to be sort of trace amounts of arsenic around various types of bedrock things of that nature um give me two seconds see if there's anything else that jumps out at you can you make me a luck roll i got an 08 i think that's a pass <laughs> that is a pass so let me pull up two other things Here we go. It's just a regular path. I forget it's still green. <laughs> sure. Um, yes. Oh, and also uh, gunpowder that is in bullets uh, would also have some trace amounts of these minerals as well. Now, yeah. for your successful luck check, uh, Google happens to recognize your location. Uh, and in addition to recommending various uh, retailers, a GNC store where you can buy some zinc supplements, um, it also reports up some news stories uh, from nearby Butte, Montana, with stories about the Berkeley pit and how the high con it used to be a copper strip mine and the high amounts of heavy metals have turned the water acidic 
and you read stories about geese that had landed in the water um, and ended up becoming blistered, burned, and died inside of it. It's a relatively well-known tourist attraction, um, but it is because it is a vast open space of barren nothingness that is now toxic uh, to touch, let alone consume. So they've they've filled it up with water, more or less. It has no. It is a copper strip mine that ended up becoming completely open up, excavated, and over the years, water uh, from rains have come in and flooded the entire thing. So now it is essentially an enormous toxic lake. Okay. Actually, getting to the point where it's rising a few feet every year. Yes. Can they get yeah. to the point where it's in the water table, so they're trying yeah. to figure out how to do that. There are various pump stations that are um, that essentially fill, pump out and then attempt to treat the water to put it back into the regular cycle. Because yes, if left alone, it would rise to water table and spill over into Montana's groundwater lakes. It's currently a tourist attraction because bored Americans will go do anything. And so, um, yes. It's probably color. In a way. It's like reddish, isn't it? I think it's greenish uh, due to the high amounts of copper and stuff in it. So on that note, what would be involved in us accessing the records <clears throat> of the two EPA, um, you know, officials that are around? Is that something that we could access remotely through, you know, hacking or, or backdoor access in the EPA or how would that work? So faults, was it? Uh, faults and Gaylor, yeah. Yeah. Um, I will say the cia is spooky enough that agent joy would be able to wait wait who's in the cia i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> oh of course i'm sorry allegedly uh you would be able to pull up some sort of basic information like a little bit more detailed than employee profiles right uh jenna gaylor is an epa agent um i can put her name in chat in just a second uh graduated with a master's in public health from a uh, college in detroit um Currently, she seems squeaky clean, no uh, criminal record, anything of that nature. Gabrielle Fultz is a Helena native. Uh, she is dual appointed at the EPA and the Department of Environmental Quality from Montana. Um, you see a few files that might that seem suspicious. Uh, she was at the forefront of some arrangements uh, that might have involved a vast sum of money changing hands, potentially things getting swept under the rug uh, for benefiting various um, corporate interests in Montana. Okay, but, but I don't see any recent files. Like I don't see recent investigations open around this case with their names tagged to it. Um, you would see that I mean, sure, there is an official file opened up with both of them here uh, investigating a potential chemical spill. Okay, but but no details yet. They haven't synced to the cloud or whatever yet. Right. I don't oh. think I don't think one they would have really sent that much information to. I am not sure if you would be able to see that that much information. I think you can see their employee profiles and like their official signed ins and outs, uh, things of that sort. Makes sense. Um, I wanted to uh, do a little research into uh, the money coming out of this town, uh, mainly like the budget of Helena. And also real estate records, like um, the buys and the sells um, in this area, who owns what, who's selling what. Is that something I could um, look into? I think you can certainly look into that. And 
it will be a an enormous file that will essentially take some time to look through. Um, I may be able to have some more details on that next session because I do not have anything currently here for that. Okay. Um, I will also drop one thing in case, since it has been uh, a couple of weeks since we returned to this, um, you were able to get a screenshot from the dash cam footage of the vomiting uh, gentleman's uh, face and grainy dash cam footage. If any from spooky or federal backgrounds would want to submit it for a facial recognition check. Yeah, I, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I figured also, you did. It's no worries. Yeah, also, we should probably check whatever town he was heading for if there's a dead body in their morgue. Because if our guy died of heavy metal poisoning, that guy might have died of it too, just in the next town over. Yeah, so oh, we would have to roll that look, look um, to scan that guy's face. You won't need to roll, but this um, <clears throat> might be a reason that we're having this session here. So that way you can officially send this in. Um, you know that it might take um, a day or two in order to get a return on this, as there is a an active queue uh, that this is going through. Okay. So didn't want you to have to waste time on that, just in case uh, we might have forgotten as players. Okay. Is there anything else? I text one of my colleagues, like with the who is in the FBI, Kios, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to text you from my bedroom uh, to see if there's anything on those two cops we interacted with, Coleman and Potter. Um, I don't know. Is there <laughs> nothing that is immediately suspicious? Um, you can find Pullman is. I mean, absolutely nothing. He barely even makes a blip, just sort of small town high school bully that uh, then went into law enforcement, as they so often do. Uh, don't know if the FBI would know he was a bully, though. And uh, Leo Potter has maintained his position as sheriff of Helena for quite some time um, and is often known to get some quite generous uh, bids from local interests in order to um, support his continued campaigns for re-election. Yeah, it, which doesn't make, it makes me feel like he doesn't really have any particularly high ambitions. He's where he wants to be and he's there. He's the king of his castle. And he's if, not uh, trying to. Somebody had a really good idea. And I don't know if this is a group text that we're all having or whatnot, but if this person that threw up was on foot, what is the next town within walking distance on that route? Patrick would be able to tell you there ain't one. Uh, from the direction he was walking was mostly due north, uh, following I-15. There isn't much for miles. Starts well, going off can, into woods really quick. We yeah, can follow that road. Um, Obviously, it, was, it would be much easier to walk along the road. So if he's walking around, we might find his dead body somewhere along the, on the, along the way. So don't forget that there's also the green box that we haven't explored yet. So yeah, we might to want dig to dig that up. Right, and get the metal detector to, to get the green box too. And also, that does raise a good point. Um, he's walking in a direction that is not uh, there, there. There's no town in that direction. So it wasn't like he was going in that direction. And that could indicate that he was dropped off instead of like walking through town. 
You know what I mean? Like something happened, they threw him out the truck and just kept going, maybe. Or, or maybe someone should pull. Then wouldn't he have ooh, wanted some help? Maybe pull satellite records to see. When if, are we having this discussion through texts or is this the next? I'm week? just this. Yeah, we're all in our rooms. Roll con to see if you can stay awake. <laughs> we're just this yelling across. The, the, the walls are thin, okay? The walls are thin. So, oh, yeah. After checking work emails, I go to sleep. So Highline is trying to sleep and he's just thinking he just can't stop thinking about he just can't quit thinking about it. He can't sleep. He's tossing turning. He's a little shit. He's going to pull on his dusty boots. He's going to make a midnight run to Walmart. He's going to buy some, he can buy some uh, gloves, masks, Tyvek suits. Because while everyone's fighting crime and corruption and solving the world's problems, he doesn't want to end up like this guy. That is a fair concern. If he can't find uh, exactly what he needs, then I guess he'll reach out to the agency to, you know, overnight uh, what he can't get. So it's it's 2017, correct? Yes. You can, you can get like, you can order a Tyvek suit on Amazon. Yeah, if you want to order some PPE or some such, um, I will say you can roll a D2. Um, Would that and be a trail? If you're using your regular credit card. Because I could order it that way, or I'm sure there's places in town that have it too. But then someone would notice, I guess. Let's see. Well, that would certainly be something that would, you can either get some essentially like painter's equipment. Um, so you can get the painter's mask, coveralls, rubber gloves, things like that from uh, Walmart. Or there would be a, let's say that there is a DuPont location if you would want to get something that would be a little more heavy duty. Um, there'd be a little bit more professional grade equipment. Um, well, yeah, I'd like to buy something like that. That would be a solid, you know, like a bloodborne pathogen uh, a barrier just because uh, Highline, he's got a pretty simple mind. He saw a guy get thrown up on and shortly after that he uh, died of heavy metal poisoning and he doesn't quite understand how that would have happened but it happened. He doesn't need to understand it to be afraid of it. And that is why you're in the program. And so, yes, I will certainly say you can either like we can either pick this up tonight or we can have everyone sort of nod off and confab in the morning and then you can pick this up easily the next day. But yes, you can have that. Go ahead and add it to your inventory and such as a reminder. Okay, we'll just do it in the morning. then. Okay. In that case, you all sleep rather well, as well as agents can on lovely, creaky La Quinta beds. And you wake up bright and early next day. I go for a run. It is frigid. You get to bust out your Walmart uh, stuffed cotton puffy coat and (laughs) uh, jog around in it um, in various mismatched colors. So are we gonna get together for breakfast in the chat? Well, yeah, coffee I'm sure that there's a 
breakfast place in the hotel, isn't there? It's probably yeah. awful. You can have the wonderful continental breakfast that is offered as uh, prepackaged boiled eggs, uh, scrambled eggs, which clearly came from a carton of some sort, a uh, an array of breakfast patties and sausages that are full of meat and meat byproducts. That's good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then uh, prepackaged <laughs> bits of ketchup. And I'll be generous. They have some grits with a little asterisk next to it. Not really, but close enough. Or there's always Waffle House. And we just so uh, like a few hours ago. So I don't know if we're hungry, hungry. How did you all sleep, gentlemen? And lady. Good. Pretty good. And lady. <laughs> I'm back with his plate. <laughs> like a mountain comes back. So I keep trying to find a correlation between these chemicals that were heavy, heavy in his body. We know that some batteries contain that. But I started to think this morning when I woke up, I was wondering if uh, what you'd find out in these rural parts. And I was thinking, I wonder if something like uh, uh, plant fertilizers or maybe insecticides might contain large amounts of arsenic and cadmium and zinc. I mean, you certainly might be able to find a, a, a big gallons of that sort of stuff out here. I mean, maybe, I mean, if not in the product itself, it might be a, a, a waste product of its production. So maybe we could try to find places that that's a common, um, because you do have to report you know, what you're putting out. So maybe sure. like, who, who has a, that's a, that's, that's the baseline for what certain places put out. Maybe we could try to narrow it down that way. The thing I is, to get that much in his system, I, I just find it hard to believe that you get that from skin contact. I propose that we uh, head towards the obvious choices, which is inner two interviews with the yeah. wife and coroner. I mean, all of, everything that we're doing right now is speculative. It's great, but it's speculative. Let's continue to gather data at this point. Has, so, it, has it been raining lately? It is not. It's been sort of overcast or slightly gray, cloudy days, but no rain so far in the forecast. But, but the night that that happened was a rainy night. Yes, it was. I hope there's you know some residue. We might not find any residue at all. Because we did want to go to the oh. original site. I'm with I'm with Angela though. Let's let's get this day going. Yeah, I mean let's let's hit these obvious leads first. I definitely agree with her, um, and see when we can dig up. Um, I can I can go speak to the wife. I'll go along with you to uh, speak with Christina, I believe. Yeah, it makes sense for me to go talk to the corner. I'll. Uh, I mean, we don't have to split up. We've got wheels. This is all close. I mean, we could all just go. Okay, so which one do we want to do first, if that's the case? Which one's the closest? I said we corner. hit the corner first. Do we know if the, if uh, Christina Jacob is working? If she has a job? Did we is was did did we think to get a any kind of a police report or anything on her? I didn't think of it. That's you the wife. Not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most likely she's not working right now because her husband died. So she's also pregnant for quite a bit too. So seven months. Seven months. 
Let's go talk to her. Wait, we can call the coroner's office. I'll call the coroner's office on the way and see if we can set something up and let's drive over to Christina's. We'll get there bright and early. Let's get there at 8 a.m. Well, you should call her. She's a woman in mourning. I, I, I think like to, because I don't like of the... To, nah. I don't like I don't like to call ahead. I like the element of surprise when I interview somebody. Okay. Um so and let me double check our dates real quick. Today is March seventh. Um you arrived on March seventh. Today is now March eighth. Not that this matters. So as you call the coroner's office, it rings a couple of times. Uh, then a young female voice answers. Hello, Helena County Coroner's Office. Oh, hello. Is it, uh, is it Jeanette? Janet, yes. Hi. Janet, yes. Oh, hi, Janet. May I ask his calling? Oh, um, I, I'm actually um, just going to look for um, Dr. Halsey. Is he around? Uh, no, unfortunately, he called out sick a little while ago, and oh, no. um, I haven't heard anything from him. Uh, he's still not in yet. I don't know. Oh, um, well, I was supposed to meet with him about uh, about something. Um, I'm I'm new in town. Um, where does he live again? I I'm so sorry. Or oh, can you give um, me his number at least? That might be good. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. Uh, I will say he's not picking up. So, oh. um, but yeah, do you think he's okay? Do you think we should go and visit him? I mean, that seems a little bit imposing. Um, if you're not worried about losing your job, I suppose you could. But okay. uh, sure. But she'll give you his uh, phone number yeah. and uh, list his address. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Janet. Um, yeah, um, I I'll let you know if um, you know, I get in touch with him. Just so, again, you know, in case you're curious, things like that. Yeah, of course. Thanks. Oh, um, I'm sorry. What's your name again? I feel like I shouldn't have just given a coworker's name and address out to a random stranger. Um, oh, that, that's okay. Um, my name is uh, Gabriel. Uh, okay, Gabriel. Yeah. Thank you. Do you have a last? Uh, oh, This is why we have privacy laws. Ladies and <laughs> so, so he's homesick. I wonder if he's got toxic metal poisoning. Uh, I mean, both the doctor and Christina might have secondary contamination from interaction with um, Fred Jacobs. So that is. Yeah, um, I didn't consider yeah. that. Right. So and, now and we're talking case. about something that is so toxic that one person gets it on his skin in the rain and then when he gets back he passes it to his wife to the doctor but not the police station which well, is... maybe but we don't know that they're contaminated yet again we're speculating we right, should have everybody tested though at the station if this guy turns out to be well and, and protective it. gear great so, oh, so sorry angela go ahead no, I'm just waiting to get to uh, Christina's. Let's talk to Christina. If she if she, if she doesn't look right, then maybe there's something to that. But and then I think we should just. I'm sure that we can somehow get the coroner's home address. We should go over to his house as well. 
Probably in the book. Probably in the so, phone. Janet did give the coroner's uh, phone number and his home address. Uh, as you uh, continue driving over to Christina Jacobs, um, Agent Sansom, uh, your phone receives a call. Sansom. Uh, hey, this is uh, Sergeant Hayes. I was given your number by Sheriff Potter. Just checking in to see how the investigation's going. Um, well, we are we're following up on a number of leads. We're going to go check on uh, uh, Mrs. Jacobs and see how she is. Um, how is everybody there today? Y'all feeling okay? Is anybody called in sick? Mm, uh, no, since you mentioned it, nobody's called in sick. We're just waiting on the coffee pot to fill up, but um, everything seems fine around here. I'm, uh, I don't remember if I mentioned it yesterday, but I typically am the, I lead the investigations department around here. So Officer Potter wanted to sort of pair me with y'all to make sure that you had any additional resources that you might need. And you have the sheriff's office, full cooperation, blah, 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 things like that. Well, we, uh, we are going to go and t- talk to uh, the coroner uh, but apparently he's sick home today. Uh, so if you could track down that information for us, we can drop by there. You can join us there. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. I'll, um, do you want me to tell Christina that you're on her way? Uh, no. no, we've, we've, oh, we've, no, I wouldn't say that. I'd say, oh, we've already, we've already talked to her. She, she all right. Yeah. Her way. Nope, that's all good. Um, I'll go ahead and make sure. Yeah, I can get the coroner's information for you. All right, hangs up. I'm going to tell everybody right now. I do not trust the local cops. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a, we should we shouldn't try. We don't trust anybody who's not an adult screen. Now, was it Hayes that when we were watching the dash cam video, he he seemed a bit dazed, out of sorts when when um, we saw. Did John Doe throw up on Jacobs? He was a bit shocked when uh, he saw that. Uh, I will also allow you a post hoc humint um, to read into that. I, I got 20 and actually, no, I got 02. So I'm pretty sure I passed. Okay. Yeah, this isn't Call of Cthulhu. So that's just a regular pass. <laughs> um, so he was very shocked. He didn't know what he was expecting to see this. This was, he um, he had never looked into this before. Jacob said that this was very routine, not even worth following up on. And so he just sort of ignored it and assumed that his friend was, you know, just got sick and then died. And then this heavy metal thing has just been weird. Um, but this was something very else um, that okay, is thrown so, into things. So he wasn't like weird weird he was shocked yeah he was not glamored i am just bad at rping npcs (laughs) fair enough fair enough okay all right uh you all drive across town uh into the suburbs to get to uh the address listed for fred jacobs house uh as you go through you pass row after row of more or less identical houses that are various shades of white, cream, beige, a little light blue to throw things in, shake things up. Uh, the lawns are crammed together and littered with rusty charcoal grills and tipped over kids' tricycles, other detritus of suburban living. Your Google map pings that you have arrived at your destination on your left. 
It's a rather mundane looking house. There is a car in the driveway. What about other things? Are there kids' toys in the yard? Is there like a dilapidated swing set? Is there any indication of the personalities that live inside? Is it neat? Is it run no down? Kids. No kids. No kids yet. No kids' toys in the front yard. Let's say there's a charcoal grill uh, that's been a bit neglected sitting out front and a couple of lawn chairs sitting outside. Is the lawn mowed? No. Looks like it hasn't been mowed in quite some time. It is also very frigid, and so the lawn is mostly dead. Uh, Wait, yeah, it's March, right? Yes, it's March in Montana, so it's yeah, a bit crunchy. Yeah. So I'll, um, I'll walk up <clears throat> and I'll look for a doorbell. Do I see one? Wait, wait, hold it, hold it. Before we all go charging in, how about some of us go around the back just to make sure we don't have anybody fleeing from the scene. And then we'll have a couple of our main interrogators go into the front door. And I don't know who that is, but who would like to lead this interrogation? I can, I, I can, I can have her. I'm short and unassuming. I'll go along with you, uh, Ezekiel. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in with you because I'm a woman, and a, the presence of another woman might not be so aggressive to her as us coming in and asking questions. But yeah, because you're you so do, sensitive, yeah. <laughs> I I'll uh, I just I'll glare. go around back, but I do feel uncomfortable about this. This is a civilian with with you know we're walking around their property without permission. Dude, we're agents. If, if we need to take care of her, we're going to take care of her and leave her in the cold. What do you mean you're feeling sensitive? I didn't know this was a flight risk. He's like, Highline had grabbed a bunch of pie and coffee from the hotel. Will, uh, will. Yeah, I was going to say, Patrick, how do you feel about that last line? <laughs> yeah, no, I wonder about like pecan pie and coffee for sitting down in the house and like talking with her. And he's like, oh, you're chasing people? All right, well, I better put this down. Yeah. Oh, no, take those. We might need them. Yeah, I'm going to grab a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Yoink. <laughs> Not so fast. Are okay. we trying to make her run away? I'll wander around outside just to make I, sure. I just feel like we need to talk to her. Um, we do have cell phones. Um, if I feel like, I mean, I mean, if, if me and Agent Joy feel like something's weird, um, we can, like, alert so you guys can start moving. But I just don't want to, like, surround the house like a raid just like off the bat i feel like that may especially i mean some of these houses i'm sure she can see us through the window and some of us aren't small no offense highline uh and she's gonna see us and that's gonna freak her out well the three of you go in yeah i mean she's seven months pregnant i mean if she she can't get far i mean it's gonna waddle down the street but also she's a grieving widow you know, um, you guys are assuming all kinds of things. We don't know she's grieving. We don't even know if she's alive. Send you're assuming, so and let's go in the front door. <laughs> I will. I will. I will look for. A door. Is there a working doorbell? Yes, or there is a doorbell. You can push it and see if it's working. While you all have this hushed conversation argument out front of a stranger's door, yeah, in I the will, suburbs, <laughs> in plain view of everyone, right? I will ring the doorbell and and lightly knock three times, okay. or for, like friendly, firmly, not like knock down the door, but like sure, concerned neighbor knock. Yeah. Um, all right, and so Sanson, Kelly, uh, you two can go around back if you want, or just sort of stay out of eye shot and decide what I'll, you want to do. I'll I'll wait until they go in, and then I'll just wander back there in case she tries to make a break for it. Okay, um, 
but I won't, I won't do that until after they've distracted her in the house. Okay. So the doorbell rings. You don't hear uh, too much from inside. You do hear the dull echo. You knock a few intense times. And pretty soon you hear a little bit of shuffling. A chain goes off on the backside of the door and um, it cracks open and you see a woman's face. She bears a resemblance to the happy smiling photos that you saw among Fred Jacobs' personal belongings. But this person is pallid. She's thin, her cheeks are sallow, her hair is just sort of going in random places like bits of straw. Uh, she says, um, can I help you? I, I didn't order anything. At first glance, is she distraught or is she sick? And I can make a medical roll. You and can, this is just, this is what just is your medicine? 60. Okay, so I won't even make you roll um, for that. She seems, I mean, you've seen some patients that are under the weather, like common cold, flu. Um, She does seem a little bit in need of some NyQuil and DayQuil. uh, But also you have seen people who lose loved ones and are weeping by their bedside in the hospitals. She looks to be a combination of both. Very stretched thin. Well, uh, good morning, ma'am. Um, I'm Special Agent Aubrey um, with the FBI. Um, first of all, uh, I want to say my condolences for your loss. I'm very sorry. Um, the reason why we're here is we, we, we were, um, I'm part of the uh, a unit that in, investigates environmental issues. And we just want to make sure uh, that this issue, this accident, um, was a, a one-time thing and not something that could, you know, threaten the t- yourself or the rest of the town. And I know this is a very hard time, but I just, I just wanted to um, speak with you a little bit, have a little bit of your time, talk about the past couple of days, see if we can uh, find anything that might help uh, make sure um, keep everyone safe. Um, <clears throat> okay. Uh, sure. I, I understand. Um, they, they said someone might be coming by to ask about Fred. Um, can we, can we have this conversation here? I'm, I'm sorry. The house is a bit of a mess. I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed to be honest. You know, it's. Don't be embarrassed, ma'am. It, it's cold out here and you would be more comfortable sitting down on your couch. And I move through the doorway. Yeah, we got to put this pie and coffee somewhere. All right. You like pie, ma'am? Pecan? She's more, um, doesn't really know how to react. Her responses are a bit delayed. Um, that having someone just start pushing on the door to go inside, she's like, oh, wait, what? Oh. And the door is open. Angela, you are the first to walk in. You see that the, uh, you see a living room. It is dim. The television is off. The coffee table is askew with various things uh, cluttered about the top of it. Um, there's trash, takeout uh, bins are piled up. The kitchen counter, you can see in the distance, has stacks of Chinese takeout, pizza boxes, things of that nature. But the, the biggest thing that you notice that's odd is 
it doesn't smell like a suburbia house. Like it, it, if anything, it smells like those those times that you had to like take an elevator down into a basement or something. It smells kind of like damp, wet brick or something. Like mildew or mold? Is there a heavy mold smell? A, something like that. Yeah, it's kind of musty, maybe kind of mildewy. All right, I put a surgical mask on. Okay. Ma'am, would you uh, would you mind sitting down here on the couch while um, I'm just going to take some of your vital signs? I'm a doctor. Sure. As you turn around, uh, putting quickly putting on your mask and turning around to address the slightly fr- flustered Christina Jacob, you see that she is skinny as a rail, including her stomach. And she says, "Oh, um, yeah, I." Okay, sure. I had I had the flu, but yeah. Um, and she down, sort of sit down right here, and I'll guide her to a chair. Yeah, uh, she sits down, m- holds uh, her arm out. Miss Jacobs, will... Christina, um, are, are you feeling okay? We we were told you have a, a a little one that's coming soon. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Joanna. Uh, Oh, that's a beautiful Fred name. was, Fred and I were, we were really excited. He was so excited. I, I'm so sad he never, he'll never get to see her. It's so, but she's not pregnant. She doesn't have, she's uh, not obviously pregnant? No. You What's also know this. Te- I take her temperature quick and her pulse. Sure. So you take her temperature and pulse. Uh, temperature is fine. Her pulse is a little bit slow and irregular. Uh, one thing that you notice during your medical exam, though, is that even with all of these things happening around her, she sort of her like she sort of fades in and out a little bit. You know, kind of looking around at things, half paying attention, um, stuff like that. I'm going to get my PPE on too. Mask, gloves, things like that. Sure. And then be very careful. Uh, not to bend the peer pressure, but if the doctor and then he puts one on, I feel like I need to put one on. Too. Yeah, ditto. Look, and it's feeling like 2022. I'm just going to, I'm going to, so who, who else is inside the house with me? Uh, I believe it's me, you, uh, all of you. Joy. I think it's everyone except Agent Sansom right now. Oh. <laughs> Unless you want to come in as well, Patrick bought pie. No, I'm, I've, I'm doing what I was going to do. I'm going to walk around the side of the house. I'm going to walk to the back. I'm also looking for anything weird and out of out of place. And I want to. I just want to lean over to um, Agent Highline and say, "Check the house." Got it. Okay. So I'm going to case the house room to room, uh, just get a overview of the place. So. Especially this kitchen, too. See what she's been eating or what she hasn't been eating. While he's doing that, a normal person would maybe not object to someone walking around their house, but they would, it would at least um, notice it. Does she seem uh, flustered equal to that um, intrusion? Does she even, like, care I get, you know what i mean like is she reacting properly yeah, she to that? a bit as as people start scattering around the house she is like wait no don't please it's really please don't and, and like asking just, you not I, to she feels very with questions as soon as soon as she tries to talk to somebody else i am i immediately interrupt with medical questions and i ask her 
how long she's been pregnant. Okay. So as you are doing this, I will say that this is going to be more or less a sufficient distraction for a short while. She is, um, she feels very almost like tired, languid, sort of easy to push over at this point. Um, you know, like you are whenever you've been sick all night and then you wake up the next day and just don't want to deal with anything. Um, but she's operating under the presumption that, you know, FBI is coming in to investigate this stuff. FBI people must be extremely rude and pushy. Um, at least that one guy brought pie. Uh, so throttle while you are doing this medical exam and sort of keeping her attention every time that she like she will occasionally say like oh please no don't and then you'll ask her something and like get her to follow your fingers things like that you do notice her attention fades in and out um a bit that she has a difficult time focusing as you move it across um patrick does she answer my question how long have you been pregnant um my last appointment was for seven months. You were you conceived seven months ago. So I, um, this is an, uh, an observation question. She's not pregnant. There's Clearly no not. Okay, so I ask her, what happened to the baby? Uh, no, Joanna. And we're going to get to that in a second, Patrick. Uh, while this conversation is taking place, you are looking about the kitchen. Um, you can either roll me a search or alertness roll, whichever one is higher. Okay. And likewise, same thing for um, Agent Kios as well, uh, just to see if anything is going on outside. We're going to go sort of around in a little loop. Oh, by the way, Lex, I'm sending some texts back and forth. Okay. Yeah. What about roll? This. Um, search or alertness, whichever is higher that you would want to. So I got it on alertness. Okay. Um, so you look around the kitchen, you see some uh, calendars and flyers for prenatal couples classes on the refrigerator. Um, you see boxes for children's toys that are sort of stacked up around the trash can. The trash can is a little bit... Uh, crammed full of stuff at the moment, hasn't been taken out in a while. There are various packages uh, for, I believe I mentioned, there's lots of Chinese takeout, the styrofoam containers, some pizza boxes, things like that. Um, also some, uh, the, the one thing that you notice though, is that the change drawer, there's a little cup where they would keep their spare change and it has been, it only has pennies in it. It's yeah. a small thing. It's just, it's a little bit weird. Jeez, those are the kind of coins I usually don't bother keeping it up. <coughs> now, um, Agent Sansom, you are outside walking around the property. Yeah, and I, I pass my search. Okay. Um, going in through a search roll, you see that there is an outdoor table and chairs, the little umbrella thing uh, that is currently sure. closed in the backyard. There is a back door. Um, the windows and blinds are largely uh, drawn. Um, I will say you do not notice a, uh, a smell outside um, as you are going around casing anything. For your success, I will say you can confidently say there's there doesn't seem to be anything particularly odd or out of place outside. Uh, Bagman, uh, I oh sorry. Uh, before you go on, yes. um, 
uh, Kyle, Agent Joy, texted me and told me that uh, she looked sick. Uh, I asked her if I asked him if it seemed like she had been poisoned, and he says unknown, but he thinks that she's no longer pregnant. So I I suggest see if there's evidence of a miscarriage. If she's toxically poisoned, she might have had a miscarriage. So that's what went on between the two of us. All right. But Agent Pac-Man, what are you doing in this time? Um, well, <clears throat> I guess so. The, the kitchen is being searched. Um, have we searched around this, like this room here? Like, I, I kind of want to investigate that smell to see this origin. Sure. Um, can I kind of like walk around and go towards where it might feel, seem a little heavier? Sure. Um, and also, while you are at it, roll me a search or alertness. Smell hidden. So Smith while all hidden. this is happening, I'm standing as far away from uh, Christina as that possible is a fail in case she throws for the out. alertness. Okay. Um, roll initiative. No. Uh, so <laughs> as you uh, you are sort of wandering around the um, the house, you'll need to take your mask off a little bit in order to like get a better view of the smell. Otherwise, you're just going to be getting La Quinta Continental Breakfast breath, uh, which is kind of masking mildew, strangely enough. Um, you wander around. It, it fades in and out um, around the property. Um, but you can't get a particular lock on it. Like it doesn't seem to be coming from one specific source. It just, it's kind of there all around. What is your uh, alertness or search skill at? My alertness is at a 60 and my search is at a 50. Okay. Um, as you're looking, you, uh, you also notice something. Um, the, while, uh, uh, Dr. Hayward is giving this examination. Um, you sort of take, just look around at all this clutter and whatnot that is on the end table uh, between the couch and the television. And you notice that the uh, remotes uh, have the the back part removed and are empty. Okay. So, and that would mean that the batteries are gone and we did establish like earlier in the episode that batteries have some heavy metals in them, right? Correct. Okay. And did I, was I present or did anyone message me about the pennies or the fact that that, or, or is that something that we all just kind of noticed in our head? That is something that agent Highline noticed. Okay. Uh, he's in the kitchen right now. Okay. Yeah. I think I would have be like just noticing that right now as you're noticing this. Sure. Okay. And uh, then, Oh, sorry. Yeah, I I will make a mental note of that because that is weird. Um, I'm in danger. Uh, <laughs> so what about upstairs? Has anyone gone upstairs yet? There is no upstairs. This is all a one level um, a building. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can say you may start heading into the hallway. You know, this is just the main living area, den, kitchen towards the back hallway, leading up to connecting bedrooms and other areas. Um, as you turn your back, I will say we return to Agent Hayward asking, 
uh, this question. And Christina stares off into space for a brief moment and she begins crying. <laughs> Joanna. I'm sorry. I just saw my baby Joanna is shining in the stars. They're together forever. Who are together forever? Joanna. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I haven't eaten uh, yet today. I'm, I'm a little lightheaded. Did you, did you, so, you, did you miss caring? No. Then where is the child? Um, I'm sorry, is, uh, I thought you were here about Fred. Is there any other reason you should be here? Um, yeah, yeah, I think, uh, we're going to have to take you to a hospital, I think. We're going to call the local agents, and then we're going to probably put you into a psych ward since we're not getting any answers out of it. Um, so, so, Christina, what we're really, really worried about is whatever happened to Fred. If, say, you also got sick and, you know, Joanna got sick, then, then, then Fred wouldn't want that, so... Really, that's what we're trying to, to find out is, are you okay? Is Joanna going to be okay? Wait, wait, you want wait, to wait, be okay no, for her, right? No, I, it, it's, it's fine. I did get sick and then I got better. I got over it. Oh, did, did you like take any medicine? Did someone help you get better? No. I'm going to leave the couch with Agent Joy and I'm going to go over to Bagman. Oh, and I'm going to okay. say, I'm going to say, look. If she miscarried a seven-month fetus, it's got to be around here someplace. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she need. I, I I think she does need a hospital. Um, something's going on. Um, let me let me try. Let me try and talk to her. Um, sure, but I think we should search the house. I agree, but let's do that after we get her out of here. Just so we're not, you know, agitating her further. Because if, if if she's as sick as you say, this isn't going to help. No, listen, I'm trying to tell you. I listen. I was I grieved for weeks after Fred died. I quit my job. I I didn't want to do anything. And I think I, you know, I got the flu or something. And well, like I I felt like shit for a while, but now I'm okay. Like, well, ma'am. I understand that, but like I said, when we were first entering, we don't know how far this goes. And for the for your safety, and we we we're going to have to, um, we're going to have to take you to the hospital. We need to make sure that whatever hurt your your late husband hasn't affected you. Um, in my experience, these um, the issue issues that your husband has, they can spread, and by the time you recognize it, it's too late. So I do understand what you're saying. We don't mean to intrude, but we really but need I can't to leave. Why not? You're but where is the where, where is the unborn child? She's not unborn. 
Well, who the fucking birth? doctor are you? Where, where is Joanna? Did you give birth? Did you give birth two months early? Is it two? I guess. Oh, then where's the baby? I don't have to answer that. You don't want to answer that? Why wouldn't you want to show us your baby? Most mothers want to show their babies off. Because you're being an asshole. Like, what the fuck? You barged into my home? You you sit down, you're looking through my shit? Like, I, I don't have to show you a fucking thing. All right, I just go. I'm here because you're trying to look into my husband. Like, I, I, I understand your concern, but yeah. I mean... Okay, ma'am, you, you, you might be a biological agent, um, communicable from person to person, and uh, you shared a home with your husband, and uh, you've uh, apparently given birth to a baby uh, quite prematurely. Um, there's a good chance that whatever affected your husband is getting to you too. So, I mean, we're we're really checking on your well-being um it might come across as prying but um in this case i don't want to be aware of as much as possible uh, of what i was dealing with I, I know it's very jarring people coming in here with masks and gloves and asking you all these questions but um what's affected your husband might not be overdone with yes and unfortunately um the things that um were the, uh, the cause of the, the passing of your husband they they can they can affect you in ways that not, aren't exactly over in the beginning. I don't know if you ever heard the uh, term um, like or ever read Alice in Wonderland uh, with the Mad Hatter, or ever heard the term Mad as a Hatter. It's because they dealt with certain chemicals that yeah, caused aggression. Like I I don't know if you I don't have any thermometers around here. And, and you absolutely. hear a sound. Uh, Bagman, since you are standing towards the hallway, um, you do hear a sound behind you. It's behind me. I was afraid of that. Yeah. Um, I will turn around as safely as possible. Uh, so what am I seeing? You just see a hallway with um, three doors. Two are closed. One on the right is ajar. Uh, Christina gets up and she just says, oh, listen, it's... Uh, uh, don't worry about it. Like I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, I'm sorry. I was rude. I just, this is still a lot. I, I think I'm still not over it. I, um, uh, yeah. Sorry. Just give me a minute. You and, mentioned you were hungry, Christina. Do you want some pie? And then I sort of gesture and and try to lead her away to the pie. Oh no! I'm sorry. I I gotta take this. She's hungry. Oh, okay. Uh, Joanna, right? Starts walking down the hallway. She sort of nods absentmindedly. Just All right, follow. I'm drawing my gun. All right. Behind her. Yeah. Yeah. So as um, Dr. Hayward sort of follows along in tow, uh, Agent Joy pulls out his gun and holds it sort of uh, behind the other leg. hand. I'm other hand. I'm texting, um, texting Sam, uh, Sansom. Okay. Um, yeah. Roll for texting. Oh, yeah. Um, think ahead. Dexterity. So, uh, she opens the door at the end of the hallway inside. Um, the smell is noticeably stronger 
as you like follow along through the hallway into this door, there's a crib at the end of the room uh, with this sort of stirring rumple of blankets. You see the little um, spinning thing that I forget what it is called and various kids toys are layered around the room. And at this point you can hear uh, the slight sounds of a baby stirring that is just waking up. Christina opens the door and walks over Does to it. Sound her, like shushing. a baby? Sounds like a baby. She walks over to her, um, shushing, sort of scoops up this bundle of blankets and holds it over to her and uh does the does that thing that moms do whenever it's like, oh, somebody's hungry, and uh holds it this bundle with her backs turned to you. Um she just says, No, it, it's fine, really, like it's don't worry about it. We're fine. I'm going to draw my gun. Her attention is elsewhere right now. I mean, I try to look over her shoulder. Do I see a baby? Yes, you do. Um, So please tell me you have a picture of this. (laughs) I do. Um, However, only one of you is going to get to see this right now. So give me just a second. Uh Let me. You are uh, Matt. I'm going to send you a an image through Discord as this, and we will let the audience see it. <laughs> yes, but I am keeping this from the other players. So this is the first thing that you see um, over her shoulder, and you see this uh, suckling on her mother's breast. Whoa! You can roll sand. Yeah. Okay, I pass my sanity check, and I mean, I naturally recoil. Okay, so that is just one sand. Describe. What, did I lose? Yes, you lose one sand because that is fucked up. Everybody else sees him do that except me. I'm still outside. Yeah. Did, did right. you call out or? What's going on in there? So, so that's all I need. I start backing away. <laughs> that's all yeah, I yeah, need. We to all hear. Back up. Yeah, we all back up. I just pull these two out into the other room. Oh, like the, the baby and the mother? No, you two. Oh, no, we weren't so in the room with you. you. No, we're outside. You're outside the house? No, 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 no we're, like, we're, we're, we're in, the, in the living room and the hallway, yeah. All right, well, you're in the living room with me now. So yeah, the I think Angela's like backing up and sort of taking <laughs> you with her. So I'm just like, how bad is it? It's bad. The baby's fucked up. <laughs> All right. Medical term. I want some clarity on the mission here. Because you guys are the nicest FBI guys I have ever met. All right. So liquidate or do we contain and bring back to the program? I don't have any idea what we do, but we don't have any answers yet. Right? We the baby's have... fucked up. It's definitely contaminated. We're going to have to like, analyze it or something. We're going to have to take the baby away from the girl. And we have to stop the woman, excuse me, and we have to stop asking permission to do it. I mean, we're agents here. Let's just grow a pair and do what we're here to do. Okay, so I suggest we leave someone to surveil, hit up the green box, see what's available to, you know, to use to contain whatever's happening here. And if anything happens, we dispose of them. Uh, I I think we also need to alert the program immediately, if what you're saying. All right, so Highline is going to put I'll tell you what um, what else you four can do. I'm going to wave everybody in here, all right? Oh, no. Hold on. (laughs) 
Yeah, I'll tell you what else you four can do. Um, you can roll me a con times five roll. Ooh. Ooh. Why? No reason. Just for fun. Just for funsies. All right, I got 48. Oh. And just, my con... just so we're clear, we have to roll below the con times yes, five? at or below. I'm fine. Well, I'm in the yard doing Candy Crush. Oh, I'm, all right, I'm at con. So it's either pass or fail. Okay, meets it beats. So did all okay. of you pass? Yeah, I pass. Well, I passed. Pass. Okay. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. It's nothing. Well, oh, about it. No, you are the worst kind of person. No. <laughs> okay, so we're all going to go outside. The four of us are going to go outside, and I'm dragging these three, and we're going to go to chaos. As you all I'm leave the house, you hear yes. the last thing that you hear yeah. is uh, Christina humming a sort of tuneless song um, while breastfeeding her beautiful yeah. child. Miss Jacobs, okay. we're leaving. Thank you for your time. I, I, I call out us. We're here's leaving. my here's the doctor's opinion. Uh, the baby's fucked up, like toxic fucked up. What, what, what do you mean fucked up? I don't know. It's, it's got like it's got like mutant burns and bubbles all over its head. And well, uh, shouldn't you take it to the hospital? Okay, except we are agents, and we're here to investigate and contain. Like, right? We're here to investigate and contain alien intrusions, not sick babies. Well, ask. Let me answer me this: Can that baby be saved? Just a yes or no. I have no idea. I just saw the thing. I haven't done any tests. Uh, uh, okay, what, what else do we know? Did it have multiple arms? Did it have, was it have tentacles? Let me, wait, let me refresh my memory. No, it's like, a, no, dude. <laughs> dude, His reaction as as, alone. <laughs> as far as we know, her husband was exposed to toxic chemicals. His wife was exposed to them. It affected the baby. She had it early. They belong in a hospital. Right. I don't think anybody should go back in there without a containment suit. Well, that's uh, there's, some, there's something weird, too, about all of the metal being gone. Well, what the do you metal, mean? I noticed the that metal's all, gone? The what batteries and all the remotes were gone. Batteries okay. are gone. Like the, the, the yard, the, I was missing all the everything but pennies. Right. Like, so all and, the alloy is pennies, gone from the coin. Pennies are made of copper and zinc. Right. But what was in that dimes, heavy metal? I forget what they're made of, but I, it might be well, a heavy zinc. metal. Is I it mean, zinc? <clears throat> oh, okay, and didn't, didn't you mention that whatever was found in the heavy metal poisoning is also commonly found in batteries? Mm -hmm. Batteries, insecticides, uh, fertilizers. So you know someone is consuming it? Oh, go I ahead. have an idea, but it's it's just conjecture at this point so i'm not gonna mention it nope. um so what are what are what's the play here well the program someone, suge someone suggested somebody to watch and then go get the green box which is a day's mission right we don't even know where the goddamn thing is right i think we ought to zip over maybe somebody sitting here and watching this is a good idea but we ought to zip over to the corner to see if he's uh let me use the technical term fucked up as well and on that note, uh, interrupting your conversation, Agent Kios, what does your uh, ringtone sound like? Um, is it? No, it's it's a Nokia tone. It's 
Oh, yeah, you got some Gruel Angels thesis. I dig it. All right. So, yes, your phone rings. Special Agent Sansom. Hey, Sansom, this is Sergeant Hayes calling back. Listen, Dr. Holsey isn't picking up his phone. So I went by, knocked on his door. Doesn't look like anybody's here. All right. Uh, we are at uh, Christine's, and uh, how's she doing? Not very well. Oh, it's been a while since I checked in. She said that she wanted uh, some personal space, so you know, trying to respect boundaries. As uh, does she need anything? Um, well, we're trying to assess that situation. We'll keep you. We'll keep you apprised. All right. It's a weird way of phrasing it, but okay. Just uh, I, I watch a lot of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sanson out. Um, all right, so I don't think you can justify right? doing anything other than it, it looks like she's just got a sick baby. Yeah. I, I believe the medical term know, is fucked up. Baby. I think the doctor would know what a sick baby would look like. I've yes. seen a lot of sick babies. This is like mutant bat-eared child. There's no oh. sick here. Well, even well, even thalidomide made made horrors of children, but it still was just chemical exposure. It's not an entity from another universe trying but, to get into our world. What department do you work in? We're we work in, in a, Delta Green. <laughs> We're out here looking. We know that these weird things exist. We don't know that they're everywhere. They're just we're sent out here because they suspect that maybe. There's something. Well, here's oh, there's maybe ninety percent of the time. On. There's not. We have the building never... paper checked in somewhere, right? All right, I'm going to go inside and I'm going to take a picture of this damn baby with my phone so that you can see it. Uh, no, you should go in alone. How sensitive no, of you? We're not doing it. We're not doing it. <laughs> are, are you volunteering, Agent Joy? Because <laughs> I'm not going in we're there. Not, no, we're not doing that. Let's go to the coroner's house. Let's go to the coroner's house. Here's here's my suggestion. Go to the coroner's house. Don't tell the cops we're going to the coroner's house. Break into the coroner's house and see what's going on. Well, let's. I think we should. You should call if, if she's if this baby's as ill as you say. Shouldn't we call an ambulance? Shouldn't we call the police or the? So, so, so I, I'll it, phrase it this way. Let's say it is unnatural. Of course, we won't. Even if it's natural, if it is a case of poisoning that we don't know how to contain the people we call would be contaminated so at this point i don't know regardless of this unnatural or otherwise how we would best proceed it might be safer for now to leave the why baby. doesn't why well, doesn't the doctor to... take a look at the baby and get some samples because everyone who's touched the person who's been contaminated has ended up messed up we have to i mean we, we do have to remember our directive we were not sent here to save Jacobs. We're sent here to research what happened, to make sure if it was just a normal environmental issue, and if it wasn't a normal environmental issue, destroy the evidence and contain the spread. If that is, this is, uh, this is spread. We need to contain this. We can't just let it rock because she's singing a lullaby creepily in the, in the window. I'm yeah. like looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we call anybody, this becomes a much bigger circus. And we can't just call uh, like we can't just call a pair of paramedics. Okay. So let's let's talk about the other let's talk about the other direction then. Um it would be a simple matter to go in there, 
exterminate both of them, light the house on fire and walk away. It Except would, that everybody will know that we that. did it. We can always do that. Let's go to the corners. Let's just let the, let's just put this on the back burner for a second and go to the corner. So how is that preventing it from spreading as uh, agent? Uh, well, if we burn the house down, we can blame it on the Sons of Freedom. It's not like that's not it wouldn't be the first house they burned. Well, we've been talking to the police. They know we're here. Wait, wait, wait. Before we pursue this conversation, I don't think we're really at this stage anyways to burn the house. Right. And if we were, we would want to do all of it at once and then get out of town. So let's be practical, people. Um, So to your point, why don't we do this? Um, We'll leave one person and I I can volunteer to stay here and surveil in case anything happens while the rest of the team goes and investigate the coroner to see if he's equally compromised. Assuming everything checks out, we'll need to, well, and, and I could send a file back to the program while this is happening. And then once we're sure about the disposition of the coroner and um, of this current victim, or whatever you want to call them, then we could look up the green box and see what tools are immediately available to us to contain the situation. Right. How about that? And I'll tell you what, I will go find the green box Alone. And you guys can continue in your investigation. And to be perfectly honest with you, as an agent of Delta Green, you may all be compromised. I'm glad I stayed outside. Oh, agreed. We we smell something weird. Our mission here is to to stop the spread and to contain things like this. Also, if the buy if, if we realize something, you know, if we come to the the understanding that what's, what's happening is unnatural, which I think we're at that point, uh, we, we were directed to destroy the body to minimize exposure. So we can't leave, we, like, the, that body has to be sure, Jacob's body, not the, we're not talking about the, the child, but his body needs to go. That, that's one of the reasons why we were sent here. But we also, sure how does, right. yeah, how does Agent Highline feel sort of standing there with a cup of coffee in one hand, a slice of pie in a plastic container in the other? He feel about these conversations of burning down houses with mothers and children in them. Yeah, um, we're not doing that. Um, <clears throat> we work for an agency that has an interest and sometimes we have to do, you know, what we have to do. But we're not evil. We nope. don't burn down houses with families in them. For no, speak for yourself. We don't even know if that baby could just have a terrible deformity. I haven't even seen the thing. I mean, we we need to be at the very least sure that this is something other than natural that we're dealing with. I, I think you're absolutely right. That's why, again, we aren't taking any <laughs> actions yet except just to find out more. So I think you're absolutely right, Highline. Sure, but I, I don't think-, think that we should also leave the situation right now. I mean, I feel like we should hop on, get on top of this right now. I don't feel like and we should do, go somewhere else. And do what? I, at the very least, we could... Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, the pie? That's the thing. What do we do? If we call anybody and if we bring in professional help, we're, con- we're potentially contaminating them. If we go back in there, we're risking contamination again. If we take her anywhere, we're risking contamination. That place smelled funky. Did you all notice that? Well, uh, to, to, to add to what you just said, Angela, you are the doctor, and we are all expendable. That is correct. Oh. So why don't we so, go in there and let's – you can do some 
testing, can't you figure out what's going on? All I could do, here's the only thing that I could do. I can't do any testing. Does it look like I have a chemistry set on me? I would hope that you would have brought one with you. (laughs) The only thing I could do is draw blood samples. Wait, I don't even have that. I don't. Have, I can't draw blood. I don't have that with me. So perhaps so at the corner's home and maybe even their office, we you'll find supplies. I could go get things and come back and take right. samples. I'm sure that I could do that. I'm sure that I could do that. I think right now this situation is contained. Or I at least isolated. Decides yes. to go to the mall. I think if somebody, but if she decides to leave, that's why we're leaving someone. Yeah, I'll I'll sabotage the car, of course. Don't worry about it, Highline. So so Joy stays here. Yep. Uh, I'm going to the green box. Sure. Uh, Doc, you're going to go back and get your equipment and come back here. No, we're going to the corners. Corners, yeah. Well, Lex, I I mean, uh, Lex. I was including Lex in this. (laughs) Uh, Agent Agent Aubrey can, or Agent uh, Bagman can check on the coroner. My guess is he's probably dead. I think the three of us here in my Zoom role, the three of us, uh, Highline, Bagman, and moi, should go to the coroner's office. We can swing around afterwards. Oh, the coroner's office is going to have stuff where I can probably get things to draw blood. Coroner's house, coroner's house. So they might not have. Yeah, it. but yeah, I'm sure he's got stuff. No, oh, coroner's house. He yeah. might have some stuff there. Correct. I, I will say, as a as a physician, the coroner's office would have an examination and lab. Uh, it's not that common that you would take special equipment like that home with you. Like you might be able to find a stethoscope and the little mm-hmm. reflex tester, but not complex gear. That would likely be at the lab or some such. Uh, but um, we'll have access to the lab. We can so. get that. Yes. Now, okay. Agent Kios, I will also give you an idea role. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, you don't quite understand that. I don't want to get in a car with you guys now. <laughs> We've only got one car. Yeah, I'll I call also, a cab. Yeah. I uh, imagine you're all just huddled together, sort of having this hushed conversation, right. warming your hands. Um, I I failed. Okay. Damn. Uh, hey, so don't forget the metal detector when you get the uh, green box. You'll need to Walmart the metal detector. I thought, yeah. no, y'all already bought one at Walmart. You made we a did. little shopping trip because Angela had to buy um, clothes that were suitable for oh, the weather right, right, because right, right, she right. packed light. You bought a, yeah, you bought painter stuff and a metal detector and various rifles because Montana is uh, the Wild West. Right. I, I will drive then. I'll drive you guys back. Um, wait, wait, no, uh, you're not, we're taking the car. This is my truck. We're all taking the car. There's only one car. How are you then? How are you going to go get the green box? Because I'm going to take you back to the place and then I'll go from there. How big is this? I'll just rent a car. Wait a minute. We're going to the coroner's office now. You're going to the coroner's office. Where are you I'm going? I'm very nervous about being in the car with you, so I'm going to roll so down the windows. Getting, and, yeah, you can you drive with the windows rolled down. Twenty roll down the windows so that it's blowing. Montana morning. I'll do it. <laughs> sure. For the purposes of moving things along, yes. Like you have a very uncomfortable drive with the windows rolled down uh, on a frigid morning. We're in yeah. suburbia, Back to the hotel right? to have multiple yeah. vehicles at your disposal. We're in suburbia, right? Yeah. Yes. What time of day is? <laughs> By this point, let's really? say it's about 9, 9.30. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Looking around, I'll assume that people have gone to work already, and their car is still around. 
Yeah, like there's there is starting to be activity. You all arrived pretty early in the morning, so I would say most folks were still asleep. But now, like as you're having this hushed conversation outside, you your eyes start glancing up, seeing more and more folks walking out their homes, getting in their cars, things like that. Kids going to school. I could swipe a car and then uh, drive it out there and look around and leave it somewhere. That's inconspicuous. It's completely inconspicuous because by the time I've done it, nobody they won't even have noticed that the car was missing until they get home this afternoon from work. Sure. You do that. The three of us are going to the coroner's office. And I'll I'll stand out here semi-freezing in the cold doing surveillance. Try to it's look okay. inconspicuous. <laughs> it's okay. I'm short enough, I'm fine. Well, we'll call it making my way. Um Okay, so are you going to try and steal and hotwire a car? Let's see. What, what skill? This is a fairly I small think? town, isn't it? Uh, but it's still no, miles. Like I mean, three hundred thousand. Like that's. Oh, that's not so. Small. Not nothing. You had to drive across town, like through various neighborhoods, industrial districts, to get to this part of the suburbs. Thirty thousand. Will... Sorry. I will. I'm frustrated with them all, so I'm just going to tell them that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get far enough away, and then I'm going to call an Uber. I, I was going to say it's also 2017. You can't just get an Uber to the hotel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So let's say um, you four are heading to the coroner's house or the office. Uh, uh, oh, the three. three. Yeah, I'm. I'm surveilling. That's right. You are. Yeah, you are staying there. Did you also want to get an Uber to have a vehicle that you could sit in? Um, You're worried that you might like develop hypothermia by just standing outside. I absolutely am. Um, Yeah, we'll say food that or I'll. Let's say yeah, because I'm worried about your safety. Um, Each of all of you. What? Wait. He's going to hire an Uber to sit in the driveway with it. No, to get an Uber to go to the hotel because you all took three vehicles to get here. So he could take one of those vehicles and then go out there. Wait, we have three cars. I thought we all came in. um, I thought we all came in truck. truck, I thought y'all came in three vehicles. Nah, we came in. My mistake. Okay. We arrived at the the base in different cars. But when we left the base, we all. I am so sorry. I got helicoptered in the base. So I don't know about you guys. (laughs) Well, the the truth is, if we think that we need multiple cars, you can always get an Uber and go to the Hertz rent a car. Right. Yeah. Rent a car. Just don't put it in your actual name. I, we There's a way to do it. Out how many cars we have? Okay, let, let's assume we rented cars. Maybe sure. For yeah. The sake well, of let's just cars. do that and then move <laughs> on. Okay. Right. So you now have three vehicles, some way or another. Right. Now, um, Throttle, Highline, and Bagman are going to the coroner's house, if I understand correctly. Joy, you are keeping an eye on the house. Right. While Kios, sending a message back to the program. I'm going- Going back to the hotel, get the the metal detector, and then I'm going to head in the direction that I'm supposed to go. And then you are driving to the green box. Okay. Um, Driving to the green box takes a considerable amount of time. You are on the road 30, 45 minutes. Um, You do not see any other businesses, not even gas stations for some time. So. While you are making this trip, we are going to go to the coroner's house. Um, Throttle, Highline, Bagman. You pull up. um, I think 
y'all uh, y'all had pretty decent alertness anyway you do not see the sergeant's uh sheriff's car around and you go to the address that was listed for one um what is his name uh dr brian holsey bride is it brian brian there you go. as in life of yes brian holsey so we didn't know <laughs> the sheriff's vehicle was missing from where there's no the, the the sheriff's dude came here to check on the house but he's not here anymore which is good for him. right hayes okay we should do this the same way somebody should go around the back and two of us should go up to the front door and knock and then if there is no answer we need to penetrate the premises Sure. I'll text them to remind them the PPE up just in case. All right. I'll leave my respirator and stuff on and gloves and uh, I'm the knocking type. So I'm going to go up to the yeah. front door. Can I put on okay, that so suit? Bagman, are you going around the back of the house? Uh, are you two going to the front? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'll go around the back, but I'm still going to wear the suit. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, Just totally inconspicuous. inconspicuous. Routine inspection. Um, uh, okay, I won't. Highline. Uh, no, you absolutely can. Highline, you knock on the door. There is no response. All right. Um, is there, what is the door? Is there a window in the door? Or... Yeah, I'm trying to look through any kind of window or anything. Do we know if they've got, if he's married or he's got kids? Do we have that data? Um, we haven't asked for it. So I haven't I asked for it, to my it. knowledge. Um, but you, the door has the little three decorative, um, oh, my hands are too high, the little arch that's up at the top, but not really anything useful to see through. You can get on your tiptoes and try and view the inside is dim. Doesn't seem to be any lights on. There are the vertical blinds, uh, in front of all of the windows as you make your lines around the property. Is there a car in the driveway or cars in the garage? There is no car in the driveway. What kind of glass? Is there a garage? No. Is the glass clear yeah. on the door? Uh, on the door, yes. It's just a little bit high up, but you can get on your tiptoes and see through. Okay, I was going to say if it was too high up, I would just use my phone, take a picture with my phone, and then look at what I saw. I mean, but... you can do that as well. Um, actually, I think it works better if you do. So you put your phone up, even just turn it on video and sort of use it to scan inside like a little periscope. Um, you see that the interior is a mess, uh, that it is, uh, there are clothes and things strewn about. Um, seems to be a lamp is tipped over. And that's the most that you can see through that. It's pretty dim inside, so it's difficult to make out, but it does seem to be things askew. So fairly certain signs of a struggle? Or something. You right, gotta we, get in there. We, yeah, but, uh, look at this. I'm showing him the pictures that I'm taking. Like, everything's all fucked up in there. It's just uh, knocked over. It's, I mean, there was something going on in there. I get on my phone. Bagman, is the back door locked? There's, there's, uh, there's signs of disarray inside. Is the front door locked? Can I, yeah, can I walk towards the back door, um, looking, um, searching the area for any weird signs as I'm, I'm going up? Do I see, notice anything out of the norm for, I guess, a backyard in Montana? No, you don't notice anything 
very much out of the ordinary. The back door is one. This is sort of part of a uh, a condo complex. So it has the those blinds that are you pull down that are sort of inside the back door window itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't notice anything askew. You try the handle and it is locked. So However, you, yeah, okay. you take a look around. You don't see anyone out and about in the neighborhood at this point. It's around maybe, let's say, close to 10. We don't see any like, spare keys under a rock or anything like that. Give me a luck roll. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a fail. Yeah. You pick up various rocks all around, and um, yes, they are indeed just rocks. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I'll text back that the, the, it's locked, um, and I'm not seeing any keys or anything like that. Is, it, is there a lock door. picking skill in this game? Well, we need to see is the front door locked? Yes. Okay. Are the windows um, are any, the windows all locked? Give me a luck roll. It's too much. Uh, I'm gonna put these dice away. <laughs> that was looking Patrick, what's your roll? I'm just, I'm not used to these different character sheets. I don't know where luck is on It's not a stat. You just roll a D100. It's 50-50. Oh, then um, no, didn't get it. Okay. Um, Yeah, you try the various windows around. They are locked. Boot the door. Boot the back door. I get on the phone. Bagman, boot the back door. Let's see. I'm also certain Um, there isn't a lock-picking skill, but that is wrapped criminology. Criminology, thank you. I, I was going to say it's something. Um, so yes, you can roll criminology to see if you can jimmy the door open. All right, I'll roll criminology for the back door. Uh, I went 50 in that, so... Failed that too, so I guess I'm just going to kick the shit. Okay. So you... Uh, First, you try to open the door through your normal FBI training. Uh, this doesn't work, and so you try to open it using the School of Hard Knocks method and just go, fuck! <laughs> And it opens up easy enough. This is like, it cracks the uh, the quarter round that was on the other side of it. Not a very sturdy door. Okay. Um, so I check, I, I, I step in, I check my corners as I'm going in. Fatal funnel, everything like that. Am I seeing anything weird? You don't see anything weird, but you smell it. I it's, step back immediately. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that smell is in here. It's worse, though. It's it's really acrid and, like, acidic almost. Uh, are you texting everyone in the group or just the two of them? Uh, I don't think he would have waited. Are you waited. texting me or are you calling me? I'm texting. I, I don't think he would have waited to make sure, oh, let me just pull, pull these guys in the group. Like, I, I would just text use the group text we already had. So I guess that would have been sent to everybody. Okay. Okay. Who? Okay. So Highline, you're the only one with uh, a Tyvek suit and you're the only one of a respirator. So we're going around back and you're going in. No, I have a suit. You have one too, Bagman? Yeah. You've got a respirator? I I didn't get a respirator. Who's got a respirator? Highline. All right, Highline, you're going in. Let's all of us go around to the back of the house. 
all right, Highline, you're going in and you're going in. Don't spend a lot of time, but you're looking for a body. All right. I'm looking for a body. I can do that. Okay. And just keep your phone open. Just call me right now and keep your phone open the whole time. All right. He's at the, you're at the back door. <laughs> see, my, see, my concern um, now, and, and, and the, I guess this, this is thoughts of an FBI agent, we established that heavy metals are being taken out of household objects, and we're walking in with a household object that we established has heavy metal in it, and he's using it. What are you talking about? Basically, Highline's going in there with, with, with a sub sandwich if, if they want like the heavy metal, you know what I mean? His phone? Yeah. He, he's hors d'oeuvres. Yeah, well, he's also going in with a motherfucking handgun. So uh, I think he'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sound reasoning. I, just, I was just making a point. I put it on a speakerphone and I tuck it in my front pocket here so that I can have both hands. It's still talk. Hey, maybe that makes this a, a Pez dispenser. <laughs> yeah, lead poisoning doesn't work on that. <laughs> Oh, um, so <laughs> Highline, as you uh, walk in, keeping this respirator on, your mouth is already, you have sweat starting to bead around while the outside of your face is getting sort of whipped around in this frigid cold. You're breathing in this stale breath from the respirator. But even then, as you enter in this house, you notice that it takes on a distinctly more sour quality. It uh, it, it smells like God, if you threw up on yourself after a hangover and slept with it on your face overnight, it's just, it's mixing with the sweat around your nose. It was remarkably unpleasant. As you look around uh, this house, you see that the kitchen is a bit askew. The smell seems to be strongest uh, around the trash can. Um, the, as I go, so mm -hmm. I'm just, all right, um, I've just come in through the back door. Boy, it smells ripe in here, folks. All right, I'm making my way towards the kitchen. And uh, so kind of... Uh, Clear the rooms first before you do any minute searching. Clear the house. All right. So I'm going to... I'll take a note of that, but I want to make sure that there's not a threat somewhere in the house. So Sure. You I'll go through the that, house. Pin yeah. the pin of that and then go through all the rooms. As you walk through the house, you see a uh, piano that is in the corner by the living room, a what looks to be some sort of jazz poster of a cat walking down keys. Um, but then more noticeably uh, underneath it, the lamp is tipped over on its side. There's a jacket that is laid down on the floor as you follow along. There's a trail of clothes uh, left around. There's a tie that was uh, thrown off over the uh, over the couch. Um, pants are down in the floor in the hallway. Uh, the bedroom door is left slightly open um, and you can see other things are sort of askew in there as well. Okay. Um, you don't see any pictures or things along the walls. Uh, it, it seems to be just more sort of slightly art deco decor. All right. There's a bunch of clothing in here strewn about the floor. Am I correct in assuming that it's kind of leading toward the bed, the bedroom? Yes. Seems to be making a trail towards the bedroom. Hmm. So someone either came into or out of the bedroom as they were stripping off their clothes. Like there's a trail of discarded clothes. Yes, on the floor. Um, so okay, Roger, copy. I'm going to check on the bedroom. Um, 
I'm a little bit concerned on what I might find in there, but I, I got to know. You open the door slowly as it creaks just a little bit more than you're comfortable with uh, looking in the bedroom. You see that the drawer is pulled out, almost hanging. It's hanging loosely out from the nightstand uh, by the bed. There is something uh, crumpled like glass on the bed itself. Um, the television is off. The remote is um, on the floor by the bed. Uh, you check your corners going in through the rooms. You are a sheriff's deputy, so you know the drill. There's no one here. What did you say was crumpled on the bed? As you walk closer, you see it looks like black glass or something is on the bed. Using the barrel of your gun to sort of nudge it off to the side. Looks like someone cracked open their smartphone to uh, get at the gooey caramel core inside. Shit, I got one of those. Um, <laughs> gooey caramel core. <laughs> there a closet in here? Yes. All right, I'm gonna check the closet. Sure. You check the closet and see that some of the clothes have been uh, rifled through. Um, Give me an alertness roll. Oh, no. That's uh, so, a so success. Okay. So um, you noticed that his uh, work lab coat was thrown off uh, in the living room area. Um, the clothes are sort of pulled out of the drawers that are open. Uh, they seem to be more pajama, comfortable clothes. Um, you're not seeing, like, everything that remains seems to be rather business casual, more professional looking. Um, the bathrobe is stuffed into the trash can of the uh, bathroom connecting to the bedroom. And yes, the drawers that are open seem to be for more recreational wear. Okay. So he was like he came home, threw off his clothing, and was looking for a comfortable outfit. Seems that way. Okay. I'm going to look under the bed. Sure. You look under the bed. Um, you don't see anything terribly remarkable under there. However, as you sort of get on all fours, look, uh, your eye just notices the remote that is on the floor very near to your head. You see that the back is popped off of it and it is empty. All right, how many other rooms are there? I'm gonna check all the rest of them. Sure, there's a couple more. You clear the, you clear the condo, there's no one here. All right, folks, I've uh, cleared the house. Um, same as the other place, uh, batteries seems to have been uh, Are you outside with us now? Uh, I want to check the kitchen again where that smell was coming from. Before sure, do that, do that, and then come out and report. Yeah. Well, I mean, you all are standing. The back door connects to the kitchen, so he can just talk to you through that if you want to stand on either yeah, side no, of it. No, we're keeping the door closed. It's a contaminated site. We're not standing there with the door open. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so as you sort of, as you walk closer, you can tell that 
the smell is does seem to be emanating from the trash can. Um, and also you see some splatter around the sink. Splatter, what is that? I don't know. You're going to have to go see. Yeah, I'm going to go take a look. Okay. You see that the garbage disposal is backed up just slightly. Um, seems to be like something in it and some little flecks uh, that are dotting the sink of something solid and viscous. Oh, um, I'm going to, well, I'm not going to let that go uh, unknown. So I'm going to examine it. What are you going to do? Do you want to stick your hand in there? Um, I'm going to take, say, like a wooden spoon or something and use the handle end of it. Okay. And sort of fish around in there. And what's the colors of liquid? Is it red? Chicken. Um, <laughs> the wooden spoon, or uh, sorry, the wooden spoon is a wooden color. Uh, the liquid itself is uh, this uncomfortable pallid mash. It's sort of this greenish brown color. It clearly looks like vomit that has some chunks in it that as you sort of put the spoon in, you feel some hard parts in the the garbage disposal itself and pull the spoon out and see a half digested AAA battery is uh, poking up from the side of it what? or poking up out of this mess. What do you mean half digested? They're eating like batteries. somebody bit it in half? It's like... Uh sort of eroded well it's in a someone threw up into the sink and there's batteries in it like they were eating batteries i knew it i knew that that baby looked like a battery eating baby to me (laughs) and (laughs) so that's so that's where the smell is that where the smell is coming from all right you better get out of there that's where some of the smell was coming from do you want to look in the trash can uh yes he does yeah, yeah, I'm gonna look at the in here. All right. As your co, as your colleagues, asterisk there is uh, egging you on to look in the trash can. We're gonna swap over to Agent Joy. Um, you are huddled up outside of Christina Jacobs' home, and you notice a familiar face uh, <laughs> going uh, driving down the neighborhood. You see Sergeant Hayes' police cruiser uh, driving through, sort of stops nearby Christina Jacobs' home. All right. But when that happens, um, I get on my phone and I call him. I call Hayes. I would imagine I have his number when we've changed information. Sure. Yeah. You see the head in the car sort of rock from side to side a bit, um, pulls up the phone. Uh, Yes, this is Sergeant Hayes. Hey, uh, Hayes, um, this is uh, Kyle from, um, you know, I'm with the um, FBI team. Hey, how are you, man? Oh, you're one of the FBI guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that explains that. Yeah, my number. Um, yeah, just doing all right, checking up on some things. Uh, said you guys were going to check on Christina for a bit, so thought I would pop in and say hi. Yeah. Uh, hey, quick question for you. You, you mentioned that uh, you were, um, you know, checking on uh, on the, um, you know, um Dr. Halsey and, and whatnot, did, did, did you, you know, get in touch with him at all? Things like that? No, no, it was the uh, weirdest thing. Usually he's really prompt. Uh, that's uh, his phone just went straight to voicemail. So it must have been dead. 
and uh, went by his house, knocked, uh, didn't see anything. It looked like he might have taken off or something. So, uh, I mean, Holsey is dependable, if not supernaturally boring. So I'm sure he'll turn up eventually, just maybe out of town or something. Okay. So, hey, a question for you. Um, he has a office, like the the coroner's office. Who 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 else works there? Do you know? Uh, that would be Janet. Uh, God, what is her last name? I think Reese. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm only asking because uh, again, you know, we might want to um, get um, you know get access to um, you know Fred to to you know check uh, check on him. So it might be good if you went uh, with us. Uh, we're we're about to go there pretty soon to um you know the office that way they know that we're working with the local police and and things like that. So would you mind like meeting us there like as soon as possible? Oh, okay. So y'all are headed over to the coroner's office. Yeah, like uh, like I'm I'm heading over there right now. Um, so you know if they, if you can meet us there right now, that'll be really really good. I I know it's last minute, but yeah, you know bureaucracy. You know how it is. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sounds good. I'll see you there in a bit. All right. Hey, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. He hangs right. up. You see the car driving away. Okay. Yeah. So I'll text everyone to let uh, them know that Hayes is on the way to the cor- uh, coroner's office, um, and and he can get us access to the body if needed. Um, and also, this was um, you know, to avoid him possibly getting contaminated so fyi and then i just stay there doing surveillance all right yeah as you're doing surveillance you see um some slight activity from behind the curtains you know sort of pulled to the side a little bit um then they go shut okay it's all that you see i hope you have some entertaining games on your phone as this is and at least a some way to get coffee yeah, no. I'll be filing uh, my uh, report back to the program about, hey, you know, possible contamination, blah, 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 in the meantime. Okay. Um, you texted us that said that the sheriff, their buddy Hayes is coming over? Uh, Hayes is going to be heading towards the coroner's office, which is not where you guys are because you're at the dude's house. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, you too. All right. The responsible thing here is to put... Um, you know, police tape up and contaminate this place. Uh, and maybe that's what we do. That Maybe that's how we have the local cops help us. At this point, we're going to shift focus to Agent Kios. You've been driving uh, for, God, over certainly over 20 miles uh, to the southeast. You're following a printed out map quest uh, with a red X over in one area with map coordinates. So not going under the best directions, um, but you see some signs uh, that are pointing out towards Ambush Ridge. Uh, As you drive out, you take the exit. The off-road is paved for a good bit. Um, Then in order to like continue on in the general right direction. You take a right turn and leave the pleasures of paved roads behind as you go on to dirt roads for a good while. Um, yeah, the car is bumpy. Glad that this is a rental. Uh, your cell service dies uh, as you keep approaching out through here. I'm loving the pantomiming. Um, and you reach you see signs that are pointing up towards dead end, um, turn back. Oh. And 
you reach the end of the road with a farmhouse off to your left-hand side. Uh, there is an old Toyota pickup truck, those little small ones that never die. And uh, yes, so there is an old farmhouse out there. Based on what you're seeing on your map coordinates from Google Maps, uh, it looks like it is another kilometer out towards the woods. But you would need to leave your car out here. Well, you don't have service, but the GPS works for a good bit. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So I'm wondering if the people in the farm are friendlies that are just keeping an eye out of things out here. Anyway, where where do I think? How far do I think it is from where I am? Doing a little bit of eyeball math, it looks like maybe about a kilometer. Okay, and the, but the road doesn't continue? No, it uh, just fades off. There's a little bit of a field area, and then it's a tree line. All right, I'll try to park it in an inconspicuous spot, and sure. then I will, uh, I'll get out, I'll get the metal detector, I'll, uh, I've probably dressed down a little bit, so I just look like some dude with a metal detector Going, you know, going sort of treasure. Just doing guy stuff, you know? Just doing guy stuff. Looking yeah. for old Civil War coins and stuff. That's it, yeah. So, um, so your boots crunch under the dry ground and dead grass as you uh, walk out past the dirt road. You hit the tree line. Your footsteps become muffled, quiet among the rotting detritus of the forest floor. You walk out, your only company being your own footsteps, the fog in front of your breath, and then the um, of the metal detector as you wave it. You It finally spikes at some point, just as you keep heading about due like that same direction-ish. And uh, it seems like you may have found it. You brush the detritus off of the top. You see a heavily rusted storm shelter door that has been buried in all of this, uh, these leaves and stuff with a uh, padlock on it. I will um, brush the stuff off of it. I will look around for, uh, hmm. I wonder if I have any lock picking equipment. So I could probably pick the lock, but I think that's silly. So I'm going to find a good hand-sized hefty rock, and I'm going to whack the, uh, the, the padlock off of it. Sure. As you do this, it lets out these painfully loud, bang, bang, birds flutter out from the trees around, echoing through the woods, bang, and the old rusted master lock finally gives off. You're lucky this is out in the middle of nowhere, I guess. There's lots of trees around, so it, it, it absorbs the sound mostly. Somebody off in the distance might have heard something banging through. What's that? And it's going. So. Sure. All right. So I, I quickly undo the latch, um, and I toss the lock to the side. Yeah. Um, and is this a hatch on the ground? Yes. Okay. So I'll, You try and heave, I'll, and it I'll, is stuck. I want you to give me a strength times five roll. Is 
13 times 5? Yes. 13. So that's 65, 65%. I got a 29. Nice. So you get, uh, you try and pull it at first, but just going on arm strength, it is well right and stuck. So you have to do that sumo pose where you have one leg on either side and hoisting it up. And if you thought that banging a rock on a padlock was a loud noise, this is a painful squeal as the door opens up. Uh, finally, as this clumps down to the ground on the other side, there is an empty, dark, cold stairway before you. Okay. I will uh, head down the stairs and I will okay. hop on my uh, little handy sure. light. So you pop on your flashlight um, and unsurprisingly, you see a mess down here various waterlogged cardboard boxes that are stacked up uh what looks to be a body potentially slumped over in a far corner uh there's a few uh, wooden crates that are crumbling um something that seems to be a very official looking metal tube device or whatnot next to it is a big chunk of sandstone and a sawzall um some various things that are cluttered around an old gym bag. And uh, as you're sort of fanning the light across, uh, you happen to notice that there's an old spray paint can uh, that's in one corner of the room next to something else uh, and a trail of white. So as you sort of pan the light up and over around, there are the words, it's all a lie spray painted across the ceiling. Uh, I am going to walk over towards the body. Sure. I am assuming that it may have been an agent who got trapped in here. Well, as you are bracing for the worst, um, the first tip off is there's no smell. It, it just smells like mildew and mold down in here. Uh, not unlike Miss Jacob's house. Yeah. Um, and it actually, it's a it's tan. It's uh, it's desert camo. Uh, it looks like it's some kind of uh, body armor or something. Really heavy-duty stuff. Um, there's a Union Jack that is painted on the arm and chest of it, um, but it looks to have been tampered with a little bit. The, the, the plates are a little bit loose on it and something underneath it. Uh, is, is, well, I'm not going to touch it. I'm walking around it and shining a light. Is there a body in it? No, is it, it is just, just a... It is a large suit of enhanced body armor that is just slumped against the back wall. Okay. One knows that such things in green boxes are dangerous to touch. They could be part of some other. I'm going to start to look around then for paperwork that might detail what the objects in the green box are. Sure. Your first instinct is to check towards some of the cardboard boxes, uh, see like if they were going to have paper or documents in them. Uh, the first one that you pull up has a uh, full of loose mouse traps and looks like quite a few of them are still armed. Um, another one that you pull sort of clinks as you slide it out from underneath some things. Um, you see uh, three glass bottles that have corrosive warning labels on them and uh, with a little bit of fabric jutting out the top. If you didn't know any better, these look like some kind of jerry-rigged Molotov cocktails. 
yeah. but with nice chemical warning skulls on them instead. Hmm. Do I smell anything? It smells, it, it does. It smells very like acrid, harsh chemicals. Um, makes bromic acid, yeah, look like eye drops. Uh, as you pull another box out, you see, uh, a, honestly, just looks like a bunch of old junk. Um, let's see. There's, let's see, some old books. Uh, and one thing is a, it looks like an old tape deck. Um, it sort of catches your eye because um, there's a, there is a tape in it that is still clear and you can see the writing. And uh, there's a tape inside that says star people on it. Uh, however, the tape deck itself has some corrosion leaking out of the back. Uh, it seems like the batteries may have gone bad while it was in there, uh, but there is a cord adapter that you can use to plug it in. Okay. There's no power out here, though. So. No. Okay. Well, I'm I'm going to do a complete survey. I'm looking to see if there's any weapons, any anything sure. that's useful. You check the uh, wooden crate and you see that there is a U.S. Navy logo spray painted on the side. Um, opening it up, they look like grenades, but not. They're not the typical green pineapple frag grenades, uh, but they do have some sort of resemblance. Um, do you have any sort of military-ish uh, skill? Same. I don't think I have the why did I say that I have rather had military background. Any sort of demolitions, explosions, military science, uh science. Um I have no military science. Okay. These look like grenades, but something specialized. It's you, you can't like really tell. Right. They don't look like things I've seen in movies. No, not really. They look um, they look a little more advanced than just that. Okay. Not going to touch them or fiddle with them. Yeah. Um, next to the block of sandstone, it has this sort of green gr gradation that is sort of going through it. As you see in the front, there's something that seems to be embedded in the sandstone and then where it is broken, you see this green wavy lines are sort of permeating in through its body. Um, the, as you shine your flashlight over on top of it, you can see that there is some text that is written on this thing embedded in the sandstone. Well, it's, it's in English. Or at least it's English text. Um, I can't make out some of the letters. Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five letters. I don't. An I D G E. Carriage, marriage, something. Athen. Three letters and then a thing. Three letters and then T H E W Matthew. Matthew. Some numbers. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll, I'll take a picture of it and I will. Um, I will keep a note of that in my head. 
Sure. I thought maybe it was a biblical reference at first, but I, I don't know. All right. And next to it is a uh, Makita Sawzall with a battery in it, but no charger. Uh, there seems to be a blade meant for cutting stone that is currently in it, as well as a rolled up um, package for various other types of blades uh, for cutting metal, masonry, or uh, a couple that are for butchering large game. As you continue on, you see that that uh, metal tube that you noticed earlier, since you had a better look at it, is a fully operational M72A2 law rocket launcher with that is already loaded. It is lying propped up against a uh, an old Puma brand gym bag. Seems to have some stuff in it. And let's see, I think I've gone through most of the things. Um, by this point, you're sort of in the midst of all of this uh, junk. You see the uh, can of white spray paint on the floor. The next to it is a larger metal cylinder that uh, it, it is it is larger than the spray paint can. It looks to have been soaked in spray paint and then sort of finger painted text on top of that. You see the word ever is uh, on this other metal can. Um, the lettering on the sandstone, was that written or it was it to etched into it? It it seemed to be embedded or fused into the sandstone, so no, so no. but the text itself looked to be stamped or printed. I'm not sure there's anything here that's of any use until Great Cthulhu decides to try to take over the village. Uh, All right, so I think I'm going to uh, the the Puma bag. Uh, I'm going to open it and see what's inside. Sure, you open it up. You see a bunch of um, used, very mildewy, sweaty-looking gym clothes, uh, along with a pretty decent-looking Elvis wig and sunglasses. Um, as you lift those out, um, you see that there is a you have a pretty decent firearms, right? Yeah. All right. It is a Heckler and Coke UMP40 uh, submachine gun with an extra 30 round magazine. So I'm going to take the things out of the bag, uh, except for the machine gun, and I am going to carefully disarm the rocket launcher. And if that fits in the bag as well, um, that's so that it doesn't accidentally go off. And uh, that might be useful. I don't know. We'll take those things. And um, other than that, I'll, I'll, I'll make note. I'll make note on my phone of the inventory, at least as far as it looks to me. Most of it just looks like boxes of mousetraps. And... Uh, of course, they're probably evil mouse traps and evil pieces of paper and evil books. So I'm just going evil to tape players. Evil tape players. The star thing is interesting. I might take the tape and stick the tape in the the bag as well. I'm hoping that maybe the hotel that we're in, I don't remember, I didn't look, but there's a probably a remote chance that they still have a damn VCR player. No, no, no. This is like a cassette tape. So this is like a 1980s tape deck. 
that you would sort of hit the play, fast forward, record, whatnot. Music? Yes. Audio. Oh, oh, okay. So it's a cassette. It's not a, it's not a VCR. Right. No, it's older than that. And it, it was what? Star Child or Star? Star People. Star People. People. I'll, I'll bring it anyway. I'll have to probably find a uh, Best Buy or something to see if they even sell cassette players anymore. Well, the cassette deck, the the batteries have leaked out acid, but there is a plug-in adapter next to it. So presumably oh. you could plug the tape player in and then listen to the thing. I'll put the tape player and the tape and everything in the bag as well. Okay. And I'm going to bring any of the any paperwork I find that might indicate what some of these things are. You pick up uh, finally rooting through other boxes. You find some faded yellow paper that the the moisture in here has all but ruined. The text is just yeah. sort of bled through on top of each other and whatnot. Okay. And I'll take pictures of the stu- the sandstone. Okay. From various angles. And then uh, for the sake of completion, also since we're running out of time, uh, I will say that you sort of use your foot to kick over. The um, The last thing that you haven't examined is the uh, the metal cylinder that says ever written in finger paint on it. Oh, yeah. So it says as oh, you roll I'll, it, I'll, I'll oh, do you want to roll it over? Sure. Okay. Um, so as you roll it uh, using your left foot, you see ever do not open do not touch something is clanking around inside of it and then like some kind of crooked bar all right uh i'm gonna do a pal i did pass okay i was thinking to myself oh i better put that back exactly where it was in the same position but then i decided not to touch it so i'm just gonna fucking leave it right where it was God help us all yeah well I want to live I at least I, I know I'm not in fact we can come back and look I at knew I should have made it this an outlaws game <laughs> <laughs> um it sounds like God wants me to stand thing no maybe I'll come back for it later um Okay, but I'm going to see if there's anything in the room I can use, like a piece of metal that I can bend to act as a makeshift padlock for the door when I leave. Let's say that the um, some of the papers that you found were linked together using those overlarge uh, binders for accounting and whatnot. The paper is all sort of soggy and ruined, right. but you can take the metal of the binder and then sort of take that, bend it to make a rudimentary lock um, for this green box, brush your detritus over the top. Yeah, I'll do that. And uh, with the intention that uh, I will come back as soon as possible and put a fresh padlock on the damn thing. Okay. And at that point, I think it's a pretty good time to leave off. Uh, as you can walk back with your bag of ill-gotten gains, the party is going to examine or further chase drown, uh, chase down Dr. Holsey's trail, and we'll see you all soon. Cool. Our players included Matt Ryan, Dan DePolis, uh, Billy Chung, uh, Joseph Clay and myself with Alex Hurley as the keeper, as the, the handler. 
We have a Discord service where you where you can chat with our other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you would like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. Punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments when you're reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP. Lovecraft and the Delta Green role playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.